Hello and welcome to episode number 61 of AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast coming to you from Searcy, Arkansas. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn. This is the show where we rip open a wax pack every week and discuss that year and brand of the card along with the players in the pack that we open. Along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners, discuss stories about uh, cards or players that may come to mind. Um, we'll also have a segment called Kurt Facts, where my brother Curtis researches some of the players from the previous episode, and I pass along that, those interesting facts to y'all. Um, and we just are here to spread the pure joy that is ripping open wax packs. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts, and new episodes drop every Thursday. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com, and our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And if you go to YouTube, you can just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs, and you'll see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. And we're always looking to promote veterans charities, so contact us, and we can help you uh, figure out the best veterans charity to donate to or discuss a partnership with us and we will uh, definitely help you support veterans as we support veterans families and charities in any way that we can uh, today we will be discussing a 1994 collector's choice um, this will be a, a jumbo pack that we opened that we pulled out of the random rip box I want to thank everybody for their support. I want you to also check out CB's 10 to Check Out podcast. Um, I always give a little promo for that. Um, that is a new podcast that my brother and I do that just once a month, and there are four of those out, I believe. Um, that's sharing the joy of music and hoping to help listeners discover unfamiliar bands or songs they might want to look further into. So check that out. Um, let's get right into the description of 1994 Collector's Choice. Um, Collector's Choice is a 670 card set that was distributed in two series of 320 and 350 respectively. Subsets include rookie class cards, first draft picks, top performers, up close, and future foundations. And don't get this one um, mixed up with 1994 Upper Decks. This Collector's Choice, if you look on the pack, you'll see it today if you look on the YouTube part of the podcast. Um, it says Upper Deck on it, so it's a... it's in association with Upper Deck, but there's a 1994 Upper Deck and there's a 1994 Collector's Choice Upper Deck, so don't get those confused. Um, the rookie cards, there are some rookie cards in this set, but we have a Series 1 pack and these rookies that we're looking for, there are some in, in the first series, but nothing, nobody of note really. Um, in the second set, rookie cards are Michael Jordan and Alex Rodriguez. They both have cards and Jordan... Um, quit basketball for a while to try to play baseball. He has a card in this set. But um, unfortunately, we're opening Series 1. Maybe we'll get a Series 2 at some point, and we'll, I'll put that on YouTube, and you can watch me open it if I find one of those packs. Um, but we will be looking for gold and silver signature cards. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about those in a, in a minute here. Uh, but this, The distribution of 1994 Collector's Choice is 36 packs per box, 12 cards per pack. Jumbo packs is what, which, what we're open today. Um, are 24 packs per box and 20 cards per pack. So we get to see 20 cards today, so that's cool. And factory sets, which includes five gold signature cards. And the, the uh, wax packs were 99 cents at the time, and the jumbo packs were 149. Um, so at that point, you know, cards were getting a little more expensive. Um, so the ratios of those inserts 
um, the silver signatures and the gold signatures, which we're looking for, um, were the silver signatures. It says they were one per pack, um, and then th in the jumbo packs, it says three. Uh, there was one in a pack, but they were every three packs, and the gold signatures were one every twenty-four jumbo. So, and one every thirty-six per uh, wax pack. So every thirty-six wax packs. So. The golds are a little bit harder to find, it looks like. There was also a home run all-star contest card, but we couldn't do that because it would be a contest and um, it had to do with the year, so we, we wouldn't be a part of that now, but that was pretty cool at the time. Um, I'll read a little bit about that here. Um, a little bit about the gold and silver signature cards. Uh, let me get down to that spot that I had here. It says... Um, each base card is available in the following parallels: silver signature and gold signature. So they look the same, but they're they like the the uh, picture is the same, but on each card the player's facsimile autograph is stamped with either a gold or silver foil. Like in the base set, white letter variations also exist for the gold and silver signature parallels of the Future Foundation subset. That's another subset in there. In addition, each gold signature card has gold borders, so we're looking for that today that would be great to find and we also always look for hall of famers as well and just star cards and just opening the wax pack is fun um, it also should be noted that upper deck accidentally stamped the signature of baltimore orioles general manager roland hemond onto jeffrey hammond's signature parallels and that error was never corrected so that would be cool to find that so it, it actually has the general manager's um signature instead of Jeffrey Hammond's and they never fixed that so um, this was the set I was talking about that you could send in there's an eight card holographic set that was given away as a prize in the you crash the game contest randomly inserted into series one packs at the rate of one per 36 packs was an instant win contest card so that's what we could look for but you know you couldn't do anything with it now with the contest card um, I guess we could try but I'm sure they wouldn't um, honor that anymore um, but you could, with that, you could get, uh, it says other prizes included autograph memorabilia, complete sets of silver and gold signature cards, and the grand prize, a chance to be on Ken Griffey's, Ken Griffey Jr.'s 1995 Collector's Choice card. Uh, so that's pretty cool. You could, at the time, you could be on his, the next year's card. Um, so I wonder who ever got on that. I'd like to look into that. Maybe somebody could tell us. Maybe Kurt. That's hard to find, but um, I bet there is a way you could find it. So... So that was a little description of the 1994 Collector's Choice um, set. And uh, we're going to go right now into Kurt Facts. Kurt Facts. Kurt Facts. So we're looking at um, episode 60 last week was Repacked Wax, the pack that we opened with all the different cards that were repacked into a wax pack that you could open to have the old nostalgic feeling of opening a re a, a wax, an actual wax pack. And they just had all different years in them. So this is from that episode. So Curtis says, he pull, uh, we pulled Mike Hegan. And the reason I know him is because he's the son of Jim Hegan, uh, who was a longtime Cleveland Indian catcher in the 40s and 50s. Mike was born in Cleveland while his dad was playing for the Indians and later had an undistinguished 13-year major league career, 242 average, 53 homers, 229 RBIs. Um, so he made the major leagues, but wasn't great. But still, you got to be in the major leagues for 13 years. Pretty awesome. But he was more known as the longtime radio and TV commentator for the tribe for 23 seasons. So pretty cool there. 
Uh, Mike Schmidt was pulled, and he, he is a Hall of Famer that played 18 years for Philadelphia. He was a power-hitting third baseman who won 10 gold gloves, showing what a great defender he was. He also led the NL in homers eight times and RBIs four times. He's widely considered the best third baseman of all time. He was part of the 1980 World Series winning Phillies, bringing Philadelphia their first World Series championship while winning the World Series MVP award. He also holds the record of MVP awards for third baseman with three. He was born in Dayton, Ohio. He's one of just three players to win 10 gold gloves and hit 500 home runs, with the others being Willie Mays and Ken Griffey Jr. Man, pretty good uh, company there. He finished his career with 1,506 runs, which is 72nd all-time, 2,234 hits, which is 175th all-time, 408 doubles, 548 homers, 16th all-time, 1,595 RBIs, which is 39th all-time, and 1,507 walks, which is 18th all-time. So that was um, our Kurt Facts um, segment. Kurt, thanks for uh, looking up those stats. and coming through again with some interesting information. And now a little bit from Buzzsprout. Let me tell you a little bit about Buzzsprout. We use Buzzsprout and it's amazing. You start with some gear that you already have in a quiet space. And if you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. You get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening tools to promote your episodes, and much, much more. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. The team at Buzzsprout's passionate about helping you succeed. Um, if you follow the link in our show notes, it lets Buzzsprout know we sent you, and it gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a pay, paid plan, and it helps support our show. We love Buzzsprout, and um, join over a hundred podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Try out Buzzsprout today. Here's our pack, 1994 Collector's Choice. Um, you notice Ken Griffey Jr. was the upper deck guy. He was on a lot of the packs and boxes. Um, so Collector's Choice is through upper deck, but it's not the same as 1994 upper deck. This is 1994 Collector's Choice. So here's the pack, it's green. It's got Ken Griffey Jr. on the front, it says 199. Um, here it said 149 online, but this one looks like it's 199 per pack. Um, series one baseball, 20 baseball cards per pack. Each card is holographically enhanced. Every pack contains three signature insert cards. But worth looking for the gold signatures. So let's look for those. And let's see, I think I might have to use my scissors to open this one. Uh, remember, these are not normal wax packs. They are sealed together a little differently, so it was tougher to repack them. Alright, so let's take these out, see what they look like here. Man, looks like they're stuck together. Remember, you can take those and keep them as a little brick, and if you kind of smash them straight down, not that you're going to harm the card, maybe the bottom card, so the bottom card is a guy that's not a great card anyway, but not that these are worth a bunch, but goes right down, boom. Oh, that was loud, wasn't it? And it kind of makes them come apart there because we don't want to um, we don't want to take them apart. Um, if you if you like go through each card and you pull up one at a time, sometimes it rips off some of the um, um, card and <laughs> it destroys it. Some of them are still going to be like these because these are 30 years old, you know. So let's see, 2004, 2004, yeah, close to 30 years old. 
So here's the first card in the pack. It looks like it's a silver signature card. So there's Larry Walker. So if you notice, we're going to look at some of the other cards. Let me just grab one of the other cards here. Yeah, let's see. I'm if you can look on that card closely, if you're looking at YouTube, you can see that because it was stuck together, because the, the way they made the cards then, um, they weren't like the old same cardboard from like 1980, you know, from 1960 to 1992 or whatever it was. And they didn't stick together like that, the cards, because of the way the photos were made at the time and the um, how the card was made. Um, the glossiness of it kind of sticks to the card above it sometimes. And you can see that on the card that I've, that's not supposed to be there, those little um, white specks that was ripped off because I pulled the card you know, on the top of it, off of it, and it kind of some of the other cards back stayed on the front of this card. So, so that's what happens to some of these packs. So if you can see on the Larry Walker card, his has the silver signature on it right there. And the other card doesn't here. And this is, uh, let me see, who is that? It's Kim Batiste. And his does not have it. So that we're looking for those. But there's also gold. And they'll have a gold signature and a gold border. So that'd be cool to find. But there's a silver signature. So that's what they look like. So there's Larry Walker. You can notice uh, the card has a white border. And has his name on the bottom. The team he played for. His position. And then on the top left corner. Collector's Choice Upper Deck. And the back has another nice picture on it. And uh, it has all his years he has played in the major leagues, it looks like. Yeah, it's all his uh, statistics. So there's Larry Walker. He's a great player. Really good player. Some great stats. I think he might even be in the Hall of Fame. Not sure, Curtis. You might have done one on him. I can't remember a Kurt Fax episode. Can't remember. There's the Kim Batiste that's, that's uh, kind of ruined now. And here's some more that are stuck together still. So this is it stinks, but you got to pull it apart. And hey, there's another silver signature of Solomon Torres. So we got two silver signatures, and you can see that the top corner is dinged up a little bit. So man, these are old cards, not in the best shape. Man, what the heck? There's a bunch of silver signatures. Maybe you're supposed to get more than one in uh, a jumbo pack. Maybe that's what it's supposed to be. Brian McRae. Um, what we got here? Matt Brunson. And this looks like it's a 1993 draft pick card. So you got that little subset of draft pick cards in there. It says draft pick, and then it has a little bit about him on the back. Because he was just drafted, I guess, at that point. And here's the checklist for number 65 to 128. It's got Ken Griffey Jr. on it. That's pretty cool. That's like the same as the... Fun of the pack. <laughs> it's a checklist card. Next we have Todd Jones. Remember, comment in if you have anything you want to say about this stuff, about these cards. Okay, I'm looking at this, and that says Tony Gwynn. Now, Curtis might be able to watch this and tell me, but I'm looking at Tony Gwynn on the back of that. You know, he got a little chunkier in his in his uh, playing days, but he was always an amazing hitter. That, I know his brother played, but I'm not sure if he ever played for San Diego, but I don't know if that's Tony Gwynn. He just looks a little bit thinner in that picture, but it could be. I'm not positive. Maybe we can look that up. Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn just kind of doesn't look like him. Maybe, maybe they didn't catch that error, or I'm just going crazy. 
Uh, next, man, we have a bunch of these stuck together. We have Steve Avery. Oh, that was a good picture there. Um, next, we have, man, terrible. Look at that. Stuck together again. John Valentin. Sideways cards are cool. The uh, opposite way in the picture. David Cohn with a bunch of, of damage on the card right there. David Cohn. Some more guys stuck together. We have Troy Neal. Phil Leftwich. Probably not Byron's brother. Chipper Jones. Chipper, man. Awesome Hall of Fame player. Looks so young there. Don Slot. Next, Curtis Pride. What a name. Right, Curtis? Curtis Pride. Renee Arocha? Aroka? Sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Renee or Renny? Renee. Um, next, we have cards stuck together again. David Justice. He had some really good years. Jeff Kent. And last but not least, oh man, a Hall of Famer. The card's ruined with all the damage on it, but George Brett, that guy could hit. Wow, he could hit. So there's our pack of 1994 Collector's Choice. And our winner of that pack and some more other packs is Luke Miller. Luke Miller, episode 61. Luke Miller was a kid that I had in class when I was teaching fifth grade years ago. So thanks for uh, either commenting or liking an episode. Yeah, Luke Miller did comment. He said, I, I appreciate Mr. Vaughn, you um, uh, used to let, letting, he has said he missed opening cards in our class because I would give away wax packs in class if, if uh, kids earned them in, their, in our fifth grade class. So he said he missed that. So thanks for commenting in, Luke. Appreciate that. And you, you won cards. So awesome. I pulled your name and you'll get those cards. So uh, thanks for tuning into the YouTube part of the podcast and we will finish up the rest of the episode. Well, thanks for listening to our episode today. Remember, you can contact us in the following ways. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. Please check out our new podcast called CV's Tend to Check Out. It has to do with music. Check that out. Um, and we're always looking to promote veterans charities. And thanks to Kurt for researching for the podcast. This has been AV's Ripping Wax Packs Podcast. This is Aaron Vaughn thanking you for tuning in. Have fun, be safe, love one another, and keep God first in your life. Have a good one.